This is Ken Johnson with Origin Bank, and you should be listening to Breaking Business Barriers with my good friends Brent, Joseph, and Brandon. Welcome to Breaking Business Barriers, where we believe that choosing to go all in is the only way to create true freedom in your business and life. Now join your hosts, Brent Duhame, Dr. Joseph K., and Brandon Straza, as they talk to industry leaders, veteran CEOs, and cutting-edge entrepreneurs about the tough decisions they made on their way to success. This is Breaking Business Barriers. Well, Ken, give me a quick background. You know, uh, first and foremost, where, where you work and, and what your position there and how long you've been there. Well, um, I work for a, a little bank called the Origin Bank. It's um, I've been there for almost nine years now, but I was prior to that I was with GE and Genworth for thirty-three years. Okay, so, so you've got you've been two companies yeah. pretty much your entire business career, and if if someone was to want to look you up and find like where's the best. Uh, platform to actually find uh, where you communicate in? Is it Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, TikTok, or uh, LinkedIn? You know, what is it? Where do we find you? I would say LinkedIn. I'm not smart enough to be on the other thing. <laughs> All right. Well, At my yeah. age, I'm just glad to be on one of them. Yeah. All right. Well, you're, you're, you're far too modest, but we really do appreciate you taking the time today to join us. Um, with, with the last nine years, uh, what would you say has been one of the most important moments in the last nine years that you've seen just in the banking industry? Before we kind of get into that fork in the road question, what, what's happened in the last nine years in the banking world? It's been, it's been quite a ride for us. We've had an incredible, uh, the mortgage business has been an incredible boom, mm-hmm. to say the least. And, you know, the last year it's probably slowed down some. But uh, up, up to this point, it, the opportunities have been immense to say the least, and the, the creative people have done extremely well, and I know you guys have done well as it, well. It hasn't been too bad. Um, and what what is your position over at I'm a senior vice president in charge of warehouse lending okay. over there. We started a little warehouse lending about eight and a half years ago. Wow, so right about the time that you went on there. And you yeah. guys, I think Brent told me, you guys are publicly traded. We are now. Yeah, it went public about a year ago. Okay, so. how's that been for the company? It's been great. It's been great. When I started there, we were less than a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And today we're close to $5 billion. Wow. We've wow. had phenomenal growth. Yeah, you certainly, you know, in the last eight plus years, getting your foot really helping the bank get their feet wet. And you fought a lot of, you fought a lot of trends. Some people were running away, right? Yeah. Running away from the business. And uh, you put your helmet on and scuba gear and all that yeah. stuff and went after it. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a lot of people say, you know, when... Uh, when people people didn't want to be around the mortgage business nine years ago, and they were running away. And we always said, "Hey, at least take at least walk over and take a look at it." Yeah, and we did. And what we found was there was a lot of great opportunity from a lot of great people. And what we decided was that uh, why wouldn't we take a look at it? And thank goodness we had a dynamic group there. We mm-hmm. had dynamic leadership. They they they're very entrepreneurial. They took a hard look at it. They listened to me. They said I had the contacts, and I did. I, I didn't have the experience in the warehouse lending per se, mm-hmm. but I had the contacts to do business with. And they said the relationships were probably more important than the other. So we took. We already had great uh, credit management right. there, and so we utilized the credit uh, credit risk that we already had in the bank and the entrepreneurial spirit. We have a dynamic leader and the president and CEO of our, our bank, 
right now, Drake Mills, he's very exciting. He's a great leader. And we, we pushed it off. And I guess you like to say the rest is history. The rest is history. Uh, real quick before we get into the fork in the road question. Who, like, if, if someone was saying, hey, you know what, I want to get to know Ken, they can go to LinkedIn, but who's your ideal client that you interact with on a, on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? I, I would say the people, what we look for the most is people that we can trust. The people that, that feel, we, my daddy raised me to believe this way. I'd rather have a good man's word. Than an SOB's contract. <laughs> and I know I sound funny, and I know I sound it's not real sophisticated, but the reality of it is we'd rather do business with good people than people with necessarily a big financial statement. Mm-hmm. We, our, our average is probably somebody doing $20, $25 million uh, line to probably a $60 million line. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the largest, that's, our, that, that's our size that we t- tend to be. Okay. And uh, people that are just good, solid people that are sincere about doing the business, been in the business, they know what they're doing, they seem to like us. We're mortgage banker thinkers that are owned by a bank, very entrepreneurial. If they've got a problem, we listen. They seem to like that. We seem to like dealing with people like that. And that's one of the, that's one of the big things that we like, entrepreneurial spirit, uh, up and comers, which you guys have already been up and coming, right. uh, and we're just we're excited to to have you, BD. What were you going to ask? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, Ken is a professional mortgage banker, and as I got to know Ken, it was all about discipline. And I don't know how many times that we met before we ever started doing business, but he was testing the waters, and uh, you know, seeing if we would do what we said, or at least halfway there, and and then, uh, but it. Some of you probably have seen Ken speak publicly. He happens to be, and I'm not saying it just because he's a very good friend of mine. He happens to be one of the most entertaining speakers. Uh, he he's very humble. I'll tell you that right now. Um, and he and he pokes fun at himself, but he is a phenomenal speaker, public speaker. So well, thank you. Yeah, I don't have many skills, so I, I, I at least I'm playing around, make a laugh a little I, bit. I've been to a few of them. I've never seen anyone walk out. I've seen I've seen servers at luncheons and everything walk in and listen. Absolutely. And, and I, I hope I don't put my foot in my mouth here, but how are the peaches? Uh, the peaches are. Phenomenal. Yeah. Well, you, you, he knows exactly. Yeah. That I'm yeah. Well, yeah. it's 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 not nothing but sincerity when it comes to the peaches. Uh, he, he delivers some of the best peaches that I remember uh, from my days with Ken. All right. So here's where we come to the main part of the episode, where it's it's that that business decision, that fork in the road, and I'm guessing you've had to make a few just from hearing some of the stories, but. Uh, Invite us into a, a critical decision that you made at some point, and then hey, the three of us over here, we're going to sit there and say, "Did you do it right?" Mm-hmm. So, Ken, you've got the stage. Well, you know, I would say the biggest decision I made was uh, whether to go to this small bank, okay, and pursue this uh, warehouse lending group. The, the guy that presented the opportunity to me was Van Pardue, a boyhood friend of mine, who was very dynamic. Uh, one of my best friends in the world, and the opportunity to leave uh, GE Genworth that I've been there 33 years. And this was back when? In 2010. Okay, okay. so just after the financial crisis. Right, right. And can you, for, for maybe persons unfamiliar with it, can you 
Uh, can you talk about this specific type of lending? Uh, just a, a bird's eye view of it uh, for, well, for people unfamiliar. Well, I was with uh, GE Mortgage Insurance, Genworth, and we, we called on mortgage bankers throughout the country, and I previously had jobs in regional, so I've had 16, 17 states before, so I have pretty good network people and, and as well, but I was domiciled in Dallas, and then I was working here. And then um, to do this warehouse lending group was a totally something totally new, so I had no no uh, experience in that whatsoever. So now, was, was it new to the industry or new to you? No, it, it just new to new me. To you. It, it, but, but people were getting out of this business, and it was new to this bank. It was new to, to me, for sure. But I, I was aware of it, but new to me. But I did have the contacts. So that just, was probably, Yeah, to put it in layman's terms, Joe, Joseph, someone that's not in the banking world, uh, the fact is uh, Warehouse helps lenders away from origin bank or whoever provides a big line of credit and that's what that is for for lenders independent yeah independent mortgage bankers Mm -hmm. and what that allows then they're to um do do residential mortgage perfect Yeah. yeah all right so it's 2010 and your friend comes to you so tell us like where that fork in the road tell us about that part of the story well, and at that part, uh, so I had to make the decision to leave one of, you know, one of the bigger companies in America that was very nice to me and treated me extremely well, and 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 life had been very good, and you know, like I said, it had the same job for thirty three years, you know, been the same company, then to go with my boyhood friend and this, mm-hmm. with this smaller bank, less than a billion dollars, and to do something new that I'd never done before, and but. My decision was based on this. It was a new adventure, new friend, I mean, an old friend, but I trusted these people. I believed in these people. I liked the culture. I liked the people. I felt I felt it was right, and I felt in my heart I loved the culture. Hmm. And so I made that decision based on the people, the culture, and that was my decision. I'm going to ask you a question in this. Um, and I, I hope you're okay with me on sure. this one. How old were you when you made this change, this leap of faith? 58 because- years old. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, 58 years old. And I've, I've been offered many things before, and I turned them down all the time. And I know it's a terrible time, maybe it's your life, to make that decision. But for some reason, I never looked back. And actually, I was telling Brent, I said, what no one knew to two years ago, that I actually took less money to do it. Wow. Okay. Huh. But but I always thought it was right, and I always knew it was right. And my friend Van, my dear friend that, that was so great, I came because of him, and I stayed because of the others. He's oh, retired okay. now, mm-hmm. and, and still a wonderful group, great culture. It's, it's, I, I love the people I work with. I love the people I call on. I love the people I deal with. I love the people I work with. I mean, how many people can say that they love what they do? They love who they call on. They love what they do. Not many. And right. everybody's always asked me, say, Kim, when are you going to retire? And I said, why would I ever retire <laughs> yeah. when I get to do what I love to sure. do? Absolutely. How many people are happy? Not uh, many. That's the big question, right? And I love it. So when you were making this decision, what was the tipping point? Was it the culture? Was it the new adventure? Was it what, what, what got in your heart and said, this is the right move? I, I never had a doubt. <laughs> I was excited what was over the hill. 
Hmm. But you, all these other companies have been calling on you for 30 some odd years. I just felt like it was right. The culture was right. I felt like I could do what I felt like we, I, I felt like I could help them take it where we needed to go. I don't mean to brag, but the first year we did it with 12 people, and we did over $3.5 billion. Wow. Okay? Well, that's, okay. that's B with a, that's yeah, we did, B with a mean, billion. That, that sounds a lot bigger than what it is. For sure. But, but I think we did a pretty good job, and I think we had some wonderful people. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't because of me. It was, we had a bank committed. We had a gr- great group of people, and we still have a great group of people. We have a great group of uh, executives with the company. We have a great group of people committed still to this business, and I still feel the same way I did 10 years ago. Eight, nine Ken, years I've ago. never asked you this question. Was it difficult um, in that thought process of leaving somewhere where you, I mean, you knew everyone in not only one of the United States' largest companies, but in the world' largest company, was it difficult in that process of going? Man, I made a lot of friends over here, and and uh, or was it not? You know what? It it, it 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 both of them had their pros and their cons. It was great. It was a great part of my life. I could say nothing but wonderful, wonderful things about GE and Genworth. Mm-hmm. Couldn't say anything, but I could not say anything but wonderful mm-hmm. things about. Uh, community trust origin that it became. Yeah. And it's still so exciting, both of them. Hmm. You know, what a great ride. Hmm. If it stopped today, nobody could ever say, Ken, what a great ride. Right. And GE Genworth, uh, do you still have contacts back Oh, then? yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. They treated me so great, and both of them have. Amazing. And the greatest thing I've had in my life is every good opportunity in my life has come, I think, because of my attitude. Hmm. And, uh, and, you know, I've only had two jobs in 41 years. But when you think about that, and I never applied for either one of them, <laughs> they wow. came to me. And so I've been very lucky, and I understand that, and I'm thankful for that. Sure. Wow. All right. Well, I think this is the part where we come around, and each one of us gets to— uh, you're making our job actually too easy, but uh, uncontroversial. I have a feeling about that. But uh, I'm going to start with—I'm uh, going to start with Joseph— and uh, we'll end with Brent as uh, as he knows you best, and kind of go from there. Sure. Well, I mean, clear, clearly the the uh, proof is in the pudding. It was the right call. You you, you had a, a great success with the move. I'm still fascinated by the the decision. You know, just because I I love those forks in the road. Um, and I, I guess I have one last question. If that's sure. did you feel it was more a leap of faith or destiny when you when you made that? decision. I mean, I get that it was a gut feeling. It was a uh, more of a heart than a, a head, not that it wasn't well thought out, but did you leap into the void or did you feel predestined to do this? You, you know, that's funny that you should say that. A good friend of mine said, sometimes Ken thinks with his heart, not with his head. Sure, okay? yeah. And, you know, uh, that's probably a very good statement, you know, and with, with that being said, uh, I woke up the next day and I, I certainly gave it a lot of thought, but it was no doubt that was the right decision. I woke up with, and I never, never wavered. It was as if it, it had done. already happened. It was done. Yeah, it, I knew it was the right decision. That's that's great. That is a great story. That's a great story. So your decision oh, is clearly the right call. Clearly, not yeah, not even close. I mean, the, the, yeah. if you can wake up and say you're happy, I never uh, wavered. Not that. at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I'm, I, I don't have any further questions except for wow. Um, just this, this, the more stories that you can tell us, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, we don't have all that time in there to hear everything. Uh, but you obviously made the right decision. You're, you're still there. You've been at two jobs mm-hmm. in uh, 40 some odd years. And My son is there now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so obviously, is he, is, so is he going to be taking over Pops' position eventually? Well, he doesn't need me. He, he's, he'll, be, he'll be a lot better than me, but I'm so glad to get the opportunity to work with him. So That's, yeah. uh, that's uh, I think, all of us hope yeah. that to somehow work with our children in yeah. some form of fashion in, yeah. in whatever world we're in. So absolutely, Ken, it's, uh, you, you made the right decision because you're still there, and you, you look at you and your eyes tell the truth. Well, thank you, you. You can thank you can tell, you can look through a man's eyes and you can see what what their soul I'm feels. I'm a happy person. I'm a very happy person. A wonderful organization I'm with. So yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You obviously made the right decision when it came to going from Genworth over to Origin. All right, BD. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I tried to sit over here and be independent, and <laughs> you know, Ken's a good friend of mine. I'll, I'll tell you a short story though. Anytime that Ken, he is, uh, he knows when to call. And if we do breakfast every now and again, maybe maybe go have a glass of wine. And I, I tell you what, I look forward to it. And I'll park mm-hmm. anything I possibly can to uh, to have a conversation with Ken. Sometimes it's about work stuff. Sometimes it's just about the kids. I guarantee he's always going to ask about the family. And uh, mm-hmm. but I'm always fascinated. This is just one of a big book of stories. So um, I learned something that I didn't know uh, <laughs> today, and uh, um, just a few nuggets. So. What a, what a great decision, and, and you didn't look back. That's what's probably most impressive in that. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. looking back. Yeah. Well, Phenomenal you. story. Do you have any advice for someone making a similar decision? There we go. Well, you know, I will tell you this much. I think if it's right in your heart, you know, it's going to be right in your head. There you go. I love it. Yeah. It doesn't matter the age. Um, as, as we've all kind of made some changes, Joseph, yes. Brent, uh, and myself, and obviously you, we didn't look at age as a barrier. Yeah. Uh, we just we found that opportunity that made us happy, and that was a passion of ours. Again, Ken Johnson with Origin Bank. If you're looking for him, find him on LinkedIn, and uh, definitely connect with him. Send him a message, and he I'm sure he'd be more than happy to answer any right. any business related question you have. Ken, we appreciate you being on episode two of Breaking Business Barriers. I'm Brandon Straza. The Naked Agent. This is Joseph K. Brent Duham. And we've got Ken Johnson. Thank you. All right. On Did You Do It Right? Yeah. You did it right. right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. (laughs) You've been listening to Breaking Business Barriers. For more information or if you have a compelling story to tell, find us on Facebook at Open Media Source.